This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Biz Life Simplified, the program where you stress less, enjoy more, and optimize your time, energy, and results. Now, here's your host for Biz Life Simplified, organizing expert, speaker, and university certified executive coach, Nancy Hagen, freeing you to do what you do best. Hi, welcome to Biz Life Simplified, the program where you stress less, enjoy more, and optimize your time, your energy, and your results. I'm Nancy Hagen, your host. My mission is freeing you to do what you do best. Whatever makes it easier for you to take care of business and yourself is what I bring to you. We'll have guests on various programs who will add their own expertise and experience for your enrichment, whatever benefits you most. And I'll enjoy the journey with you, as I'm always on the lookout for the best ideas for you and for me too. But for today, I'm just going to introduce myself, tell you a little bit about where I come from, what I have in mind for this podcast. I always like to tell people that I'm not one of those people who was born organized. I always liked to be, and I did pretty well until life got much more complicated with family and work and activities, and I'm sure you know how it is. Years ago, when I was running my own franchise business, I got bogged down with so many duties and details, and I didn't like feeling out of control. So I read what I could, although 20 years ago, there were not many books on organizing. And so I did a lot of research, and I studied with several of the top people in the field. So I can save you the time and the travel for the research and everything um, and bring you those ideas. I learned to solve my own problems, and I loved doing it. And I knew I could help others, too. So in March of 2002, exactly 15 years ago, Effective Organizing was born. Then I realized as I worked with people that so much of what I do with clients is coaching. So I wanted to be sure I was doing the best for my clients. I went through personal life and executive coach training and became a university certified executive coach. My business name evolved into Effective Day, which describes the results we achieve. Why the name Effective? The definition of effective is, quote, adequate to accomplish a purpose, producing the intended or expected result, end quote. Now let's compare, compare that to another word, efficient, performing or functioning in the best possible manner with the least waste of time and effort, end quote. That's all good, and we certainly want to be efficient in what we do, but if it's not applied in the right area, it won't be effective. You can do certain tasks in the most efficient way, but they could be a waste of time if they're the wrong things, or maybe they don't even need to be done at all. To be effective, they have to take you where you want to go and give you the end result you need. Let me give you a couple of examples. You may be very efficient at driving your car, but if it's headed in the wrong direction, it's not going to get you where you want to go. And then an example for the office would be maybe spending lots of time 
organizing your office supplies and lining up all the paper clips and, and uh, you know, straightening out old papers that maybe you hadn't looked at in 10 years and may never need again, things like that. Uh, yeah, you would end up maybe with a perfectly organized space for a little while, but that would be a pretty huge waste of time, and it wouldn't take you to where it is you want to go. So you want to be just organized enough so that things don't get in your way, but not obsessed with every little detail. Now here's a statistic that you may find interesting or disturbing, <laughs> um, and it interestingly enough, it has been um, researched and given the same results in many different studies by many different organizations. And here's the result. The typical person wastes nearly an hour a day looking for lost information and stuff. What could you do if you had that, quote, extra, end quote, time back? You know, when you think about that time, you'd love to have an extra hour in your day, wouldn't you? Well, there's where an hour is going right now. And then there's lots of ways to get that hour back, and those will be topics for other times. But if you think about that almost an hour a day, and then you multiply that by days, by weeks, by months, and by years, you can see that's a huge waste of a lot of your life. So what's the purpose of being organized and productive? Well, it's not about every paperclip in place. It's about peace of mind. It's about getting the results you want. It's about removing stumbling blocks that keep you from achieving what you want. It's about preventing distractions that weigh you down and keep you from the focus you need to do your best work. It's about clarity of thought and therefore leading to more effective action. So it's about what serves you removing the distractions, and opening the way to achieve what's most important to you. What about productivity? Here's a quote that I just found recently that I think says it well. Quote, Productivity isn't about being a workhorse, keeping busy, or burning the midnight oil. It's more about priorities, planning, and fiercely protecting your time. And that's from Margarita Tartakovsky. So aren't we glad we don't have to worry about keep just keeping busy and burning the midnight oil? So, so that's what this program, Biz Life Simplified, is all about. It's about feeling good about what you do. And that comes from having effective days. It's about being good to yourself. I don't let my clients beat up on themselves. They just haven't found the better way yet. It's about life balance. Now, I hear some gurus say that there's no such thing as life balance. And it's true that life isn't lived in perfectly even segments. But it's about feeling balanced, about having the different elements of life be there for you. Just like your diet, it needs the basics for nutrition and some variety and a little fun. It's about results, accomplishing what's most important to you. It's about examining all the options to see what's really serving you. It's about eliminating what is not serving you, 
what's getting in the way of your highest priorities, such as projects, family, friends, sleep, leisure, travel, you know, all those things you really want to do. So let me give you, as a starting point, the condensed version of five keys to an effective day so that you can optimize your time, energy, and results. And you can get the full download in written form on my website, EffectiveDay.com, and I'll give you that address again at the end. So, five keys to an effective day. Key number one, prepare your mindset. When you think about it, how your day goes, at least the parts that you can control, are related to what's going on in your mind. Are you feeling energetic, worried, distracted, happy, bored, agitated, calm? Don't you accomplish a lot more when you're in a calm, positive state of mind rather than depressed or anxious? That's why it's so important to get yourself settled before you get into whatever is coming up on that day. Make time for the mental preparation that enables you to be at your best. Instead of getting up and rushing off to work, allow some time, and even 5 to 15 minutes will make a big difference, to read or listen to something that will inspire and uplift you, help you feel centered and well-grounded for the day. You might like to write your goals or favorite thoughts. Many people start the day with prayer or meditation. It's well worth getting up a few minutes earlier to ensure the best quality for your day. Number two, identify your top priorities. Why overwhelm yourself with a long list that can lead to distraction and discouragement? Instead, on a fresh sheet of paper or maybe a 3 by 5 card, Write down the top three things you need to do. Sure, you probably have more things than three to do, but you'd be pretty happy to get those three things done, wouldn't you? Park the rest in another place, maybe a notebook, a planner, a computer document, whatever. And that's a topic for another time. So number your top three in order of importance, and you will have prioritized your work. Focus on the first one until you have finished it or made significant progress. Then take a break and do the same with the second one, and so on. So if you do your top one, two, or three, consider the day a success. This approach is much less distracting than looking at a big list, making it easier to stay focused on one thing at a time. And we'll talk more about focus in key number four. Number three, block out time. Waiting until you have time to get things done. You may have noticed big blocks of open time don't just happen. Are you worrying about to-dos because you don't know when you can get them done? That's where blocks of time come in. You may need a reality check, too. Are there too many things crowding out what's most important? We have to make time for the important things. It gives us peace of mind knowing there's time set aside to do what's needed. I can give you an example um, from a long time ago when my mother visited when I had three little boys, probably all under the age of six at that point, and so it was a very lively environment. Um, 
but after we'd been visiting for a while, a few days, my mother said, you know, I really marvel at how calm you stay with everything. She said, when I was your age and in, in your position and, you know, raising a family, uh, I was always kind of stressed and couldn't get everything done and and rushing from one thing to another. And, and you just aren't being like that. So I had never really thought about it like that before. But after she left and, uh, you know, I just continued to ponder that. And it finally occurred to me that I believe why I was able to be more relaxed and calm was because I knew that there were times and places for all the things I needed to do. So that freed me to respond to, you know, the immediate needs like children and and meals and things. But uh, to be a little more descriptive about it, you know, I knew that there was a day that I was going to do laundry. Now, when you have lots of little ones, you're probably doing laundry every day. But still, you have, you know, the general family laundry to do. And, uh, and then, you know, vacuuming or going to the grocery store or, um, you know, other things that were on my horizon. So I chose times and days to do those things. So then I just didn't worry about them the rest of the time. If, and if something didn't get done, that maybe the vacuuming didn't get done on Thursday or whatever it was. And if it didn't, oh, well, I just, you know, either enlisted some help or um, let it go if it was, <laughs> if it wasn't too bad. Or I just wait until it came around the next Thursday and, and did it. You know, I mean, that's just a general example to give you the idea of what I'm talking about. Uh, other examples for the office would probably be better. Um, I'll have to add that next time. <laughs> but anyway, you get the idea. Having a time and a place just really gives you a lot of peace of mind because you know it's going to get done. So you can use a spreadsheet or a planner that shows your time that's available, and then fill in the essentials like sleep and commuting, your work time, family time, personal routines, and so on. And then carve out prime time, and that's when you have your best energy and the best environment to work on your highest priorities that will carry your life and business forward, such as focus time in key number four. You're going to want to block out focus time, an hour or two, every day, every workday. You're going to want to build in extra time because things often take longer than we expect and because sometimes unexpected things happen. And also, you just don't want to feel rushed. You're also going to want to build in things that you want to do for yourself and then other things that just refresh you. So even though we don't always follow the plan exactly, a little planning pays off in actually saving time feeling more relaxed, and getting more done. Key number four, focus. One of the top frustrations I hear about is interruptions, but they're not always from other people, are they? Research shows that we interrupt ourselves most often. We try to multitask, and that's a topic for another show. We get distracted. We think about something other than what we're working on. We think about things we need to do, and on and on. If we really want to be productive, we need to focus. Multitasking, studies show, actually makes things take much longer 
as we're shifting our attention back and forth instead of not act, instead of actually doing two things at once. We must shut out. Now, I should say, things that don't require a great deal of concentration, uh, we can do more than one thing at a time. I'm really good at making a salad and listening to the news. So there are some things we can, quote, multitask on. But for the important things and uh, things that we need to focus on and to actually get more of our work done, we really need to focus, not multitask. And also, in in order to do that, we have to shut out the world to do our high-priority work. And even an hour or even less, we can make huge progress once we just actually, you know, park ourselves and, and get focused. And then those feelings of guilt and stress begin to diminish or disappear. So ignore email. That means keep the dinger and other notifications turned off. Let the phone go to voicemail. Close the door or go to another room, maybe a conference room. Keep a pen and paper nearby to capture distracting thoughts. So that's okay, but just quickly jot down what it is that you want to remember and then get right back to your focus. You might want to set a timer. So you're going to park yourself and focus for, say, 25 minutes and then take a 5-minute break, or maybe 50 minutes and take a 10-minute break, and then repeat and you're focusing on the most important thing that will move your life and or your business forward. Do this as early as you can each day, and you will reap great rewards, including peace of mind. You'll feel like everything else is just easily rolling on. Well, most of the time. So key number five, don't let the email monster eat the heart out of your day. Check it a few times a day, maybe morning, lunch, late in the day. But whatever you do, don't live in your inbox. Now you can get more, I'm going to sum it up the five steps in just a minute. But I'll remind you that you can get the detailed written copy on my website, Effective Day. So let's summarize the five keys to an effective day. One, prepare your mindset. Two, identify your top priorities. Three, block out time. Four, focus. And five, keep email in its place. Now enjoy your effective day. So that's it for this time. Thank you so much for being here. If you have a program idea or a question, be sure to email me at nancy at effectiveday.com. That's nancy at effectiveday.com. Remember to get your copies of Five Keys to an Effective Day at EffectiveDay.com. Tune in every Wednesday for Biz Life Simplified, where you can stress less, enjoy more, and optimize your time, energy, and results. Have a great week. See you next time. This is Biz Life Simplified, where you stress less, enjoy more, and optimize your time, energy, and results. Join us each Wednesday on the EWN Podcast Network. To download the program or learn how to be a guest on the show, go to EffectiveDay.com slash podcast. Programs are also available on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, 
EWN Podcast Network, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and AHA Radio. Remember, Biz Life Simplified is where you stress less, enjoy more, and optimize your time, energy, and results so you are free to do what you do best. is the EWN Podcast Network.